Cells. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. everyone, and welcome to our Energy and Medicine Meets. I'm your host, Marie Manucheri. A kind of overcast, cloudy, windy, cold day actually here in June in Seattle, unfortunately. And again, I always bring up the weather so that you'll look around the weather wherever you are and allow yourself to get more grounded in the present moment of where your reality is at this actual moment of time. So yeah, hopefully, I'm thinking that maybe we're going to have some sun breaks. What do you think, Eric? Do you think it's going to happen? I, I think there's the potential for some sun breaks, <laughs> especially to the next couple days. Oh, right now, it looks great. like it's going to stay kind of partly cloudy. It kind of looks like a l- little bit of rain break up there. I don't know. Yeah, we, we might have a rain break. <laughs> we have beautiful windows here in the station, and it gives us this gorgeous tutorial view of South Bellevue. It's really quite gorgeous. So, you know, it's it's obvious the clouds are right there in our face, you know, and it's a little heavy out there. But, again, early June for us in Seattle, and we should have nice weather. Well, you said this weekend we're going to have nice weather. Well, it'll be a mixture, but uh, <laughs> be, there may be more sunshine than there is today. No. Nice. That's all I can promise. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm excited. I'll, maybe I'll get a little tan going on this weekend. You think? You for, never know. For a few moments, might Anything's happen. Possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> right. Well, I actually think our lovely pre-summer weather is helping people not move to the Seattle area, <laughs> which is fine because yeah. when they get when there's too many people, it becomes too humid. I, I was in New York not that long ago. It was right. super hot, super humid, and I was, you know, even coming back here where it was cool and cloudy, and it's like, geez, it's almost summer somebody get the memo to the the skies above (laughs) i was you know just grateful to not be in that torturous heat yeah Yeah, i know i know i know so we're today we're going to talk about karma um on the show and karma is one of my favorite subjects because one it kind of scares the bejeebies out of people most Mm. people are terrified of karma Mm -hmm. they're so afraid that karma really means something bad's going to happen people think that karma is going to run over their dogma (laughs) yeah That's true. They do. They think that as well. And karma certainly can create uncomfortable circumstances, but karma is just like nature. I I think it's the universe's natural way of bringing things or something to balance. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me very much of natural forests where when trees are dying, they fall down ultimately or parts fall down. And what happens? Nurseries start to grow up through the old bark. So as the old falls away, then the new uprises. It's it's nature's way of creating balance and harmony within these beautiful forests. So let's go ahead. Yeah. Well, I I think the the common man's perception of karma is that uh, kind of on a very basic level is what goes around comes around. Is that (laughs) is that is that right? Is that? Yeah, I I, I think it is that way. It truly is. What we don't always realize is that every choice we make is creating karma, just like Mm -hmm. every decision we make with our natural habitats and with our animals creates karma. Right. If we take off too many trees on the side of a mountain, we get mudslides, mm-hmm. right, and the destruction of natural habitats. We often don't think of it on a global or universal we level. We just think of it in our little lives, right. you know. Right, and that's why we have more coyotes and bears in our backyards than we've ever had before, because we've destroyed too much natural habitat without thinking of the ramifications that can occur in nature. Well, 
same is true with every aspect of our life. And so if we could take a moment before we make a decision and think about not only how it might affect us, but how it might affect others, then we get a pretty good idea of what the potential karma is. And I think what I think of karma a lot when I think about dating. You know, how people are, <laughs> well, I'll just go on that date with that one person, right. or we'll just have some fun for a while, you uh-huh. know, and they don't think about the full ramification, how they might feel in a few months, mm-hmm. how they might feel awkward around someone, you know, in a public place if they didn't think about all the aspects of how it may affect them. You know, so karma happens every single day, every moment of every day. Mm-hmm. And it's truly a blessing. It's a reminder like, okay, if I make that particular choice again, I really do know that outcome. What if I make a different choice? So it's about choosing more wisely with consciousness and compassion for everyone involved. Yeah. So I noticed that we've got quite a few people on, on the phone line. So why don't we go ahead and start answering phone calls? Oh, and I also wanted to say we have a surprise guest coming up at 1230. So after the break, um, we're going to have a surprise guest who's also a fantastic reader, very intuitive. And we're looking forward to that person's impressions as well. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Now I'm really curious Ooh. about the big surprise guest. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, happy to talk to our wonderful callers. Uh, we've got Meredith on the line. I'm calling all the way from Eugene. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And you are doing really well. I've sneaked a picture. Oh. At, I mean, peek <laughs> at you a couple times on Facebook, and you are doing really well. I'm very happy for oh, you. Thank you so much. Yeah, good work. Congratulations. Yeah, overall, I, I am doing pretty well. Um, my question is to do with my throat area. A couple days ago... Um, I had somebody, like, brush their hand against my throat, and I just burst into tears and Mm. was bawling. And ever since then, I've had this, like, hypersensitivity to that area and, like, can't really be touched. And I'm wondering, I'm so curious what it's about. Right. Well, a lot of people actually have sensitivities to the throat chakra. When I teach Reiki, I instruct students, and and you uh, you took a Reiki workshop of mine, actually, a Mm -hmm. while back. um, I instruct students to keep the hand above the throat chakra because people have a lot of sensitivities. And, and I'm going to make kind of a kind of a gross statement about uh, the throat chakra. I just think we've had historically too many beheadings you know, mm-hmm. on this planet. And a lot of people are highly sensitive, you know, between all the ways that we've found ways to end people's lives unkindly, which probably still exist in some parts of this. I mean, they do in this part of the world, not this part of the world, but other parts of the world. But it was something we did more commonly, you know, even to mm-hmm. kings and queens. And it didn't matter what your uh, stature was in the world. Um, it was something that happened and if it didn't happen to you many people witnessed it you know because there used to be public displays of this behavior where hundreds of people would watch something like that happen so uh, a lot of humans have great sensitivity to that part of their neck I would um, do the throat chakra exercise take some singing classes, do some chanting, just really start to use that frequency because maybe, I'm sure you've been touched in that area before and it didn't bother you, but maybe you're coming Mm -hmm. to a time in your life where you want to heal a previous lifetime because the throat... I think that's what it is. Yeah, I I I agree with you. Oh, go ahead. Um, The throat chakra is about personal power. So you're probably, because you're becoming more and more stable and happier in your life, you're probably about to expand your personal power within yourself. And so this previous lifetime needs to be washed away. And so you're having some opportunities to change the energy in that area. 
Okay. So do some chanting. Take a yoga class that allows chanting and go go chant. I think that will make okay. a big, big difference. And do something several times a week to keep that frequency moving through. Okay. Okay? Sounds good. Thank, Thank you for you. calling. Have a wonderful day in Eugene. Yeah, you too. Thanks. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, now let's go down under. Let's talk to Susan all the way from Sydney, Australia. Hi, Susan. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How's Australia? Um, great. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're, we're in winter here. So, ah. Um, we're having it here, too. Yeah. Like still got cold weather anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kind of feel like fall. We're all, like, warmed up, heat's on. You know, we're a little chilly here. So what can I do for you today? Um, well, just coming back, I, I talked to you a few months ago and and I was sort of facing a situation where I, everything was new. I was looking for a new home to live in and I was looking for a new job. I was talking to you and you mentioned about raising my vibration in order to attract what I wanted and I was working on that and I did attract a new place to live, a really good place to live, which was real, has been really good. Wonderful. Congratulations. Um, so there's been some really good results, you know, from, from working on raising my vibration. But I still can't I still can't manage the job bit. Ah, okay. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah, if you could give me any insight maybe to there might be some particular reason why mm-hmm. I still can't sort of manage that. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about a new job or uh, working in the job that you have right now, what are the emotions that come up immediately when you think about that? Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm not super. Um, I mean, I'm not not enthusiastic, but I'm not super. Yeah. Like, wow! I can't wait. <laughs> right. I, I feel depression, yeah. worry, concern, and I, I feel. Um, I, I feel disappointment is how I feel the most. And so that's probably the fre- oh, yeah. the frequency you're vibrating. And so when what that happens is you just to get to create more of that, more disappointment. Uh-huh. So um, what would be very important to do is, and, and this is the, the challenging part sometimes when it comes to manifesting what you want, it's important to focus on the final outcome. And the final outcome would be exactly what you're experiencing right now with your new home. You have a new home and you love it. And you're happy and you're grateful. So if you had a new job, that would be the final outcome. You would be happy, grateful, and, you know, really enjoying the experience. A new job that you like that fits your personality, that allows you to grow and mature within whatever the career is. And so that's the feelings you need to get to. And the hard part, I think, for humans is we try to figure it out. We try to figure out the how, Uh the what, the where. And the win. And what's very important to do when you're maintaining the frequency of, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. I'm grateful. It's amazing. You, you can't be thinking about those things. That's the universe's job because literally that slows human beings down. As soon as they start trying to figure it out, they start to get into all their negative thinking about why it's not going to happen. Like in the U.S., people worry about being unemployed right now, not finding jobs. So, you know, when I'm counseling clients, I have to help them not watch the news, perhaps, not talk to their friends who are laid off from work so that they can maintain their frequency and be excited about a new job. So luckily, Uh being being in the new house is actually helpful for you because you do know what that vibration feels like. And so what I would do, 
maybe first thing in the morning when you're really excited or grateful or in the evening, whatever time works well for you, get excited again about the house. And then for a few moments, get excited about your new job. Do it together. Kind of tag team it. Uh-huh. I, I think I know what you mean. And I'm actually... And I guess for the, yeah, no, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead, please, Susan. No, I just wanted... And um, I guess, um, yeah, having faith that I can have something that I really want. I don't, there's a lot of jobs, you know, that, you know, you probably I probably could, you know, try really hard to do that I don't particularly, I'm not, you know, intuitively excited about. Is that listening to my intuition or is that listening to my disappointment? I think it's the disappointment because as soon as you can maintain the frequency for even a short period of time, sometimes it only takes a few weeks of maintaining the frequency when you have an intent and you have an intention, you know what you want, you've had this intention for a long time, then all the opportunities and unlimited possibilities that most of us would not ever be able to imagine, they then become available to you. So I would, I, uh-huh. I, I actually circled three months. So I think you've got about three months before this job shows up. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't spend a lot of time pounding the pavement. I, I wouldn't spend a lot of time looking at advertisements and the classified ads. I, would, I think your best bet is to spend more time with your frequency and your vibration. You're going to get a lot more bang for okay. your money with that. Okay. 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 And I would love. You're welcome. And keep us posted. And congratulations on your new home. Excellent vibrational shifting. Congratulations. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Susan. Bye bye. All right. Now, a little closer to home here, we've got Heather on the line from Seattle. Hi, Heather. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, your dating metaphor was kind of apropos. <laughs> um, I always uh, wonder, you know, when, when those metaphors drop in my head, I'm like, ooh, how many people is this for? <laughs> exactly. so, so what's going on in your dating life? So the guy I've been dating is kind of completely different from the ones I've been with. I mean, I'm kind of in uncharted territory here. Uh-huh. He's a total man's man, all masculine. Um, the guys I've been with before had sisters, kind of spoke my language a little bit more. Right. Right, more uh, feminine energy in their uh, in their yeah. gene pool. Uh huh. I fought with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so this guy is like kind of all sports and beer, and the kind of guy I'm starting to feel like they wrote the rules about. <laughs> okay, all right. So my question is, I'm okay. It's still new. I'm kind of okay with letting things develop a little on the slow side, mm-hmm. but still want to feel like. I'm at least a little bit of a priority for him. I want him to show that. And so I've been kind of doing my own thing and pulling back a little bit, let him come to me, but that bugs me sometimes. So is there, like, what do you sense of him and, like, Right. Or a way that I can approach this without scaring him off? Sure. Well, Heather, you're really intuitive. You've already got this guy figured out. You have. And so I don't think you need I get it. <laughs> well, no, you do get it. It's just that you don't want to let go. He's kind of a challenge for you where I think other men that you've dated have been a lot more clear and direct and upfront 
and they've let you know right away what their intentions are. And this guy isn't really letting you know right away. And and maybe you're in a space where you want to have more play and more fun and you're not perhaps interested in a serious relationship at the moment. I'm not yeah. really sure. I, I know that's what you want <laughs> long term. OK, good. That's good. So so we know that maybe having more fun is something that you want to do at this time. But here's the funny part. It's almost like you're having a double standard with him. You want to play, which you realize, but then you want want him to show up like the guy who doesn't want to play. So I think the only person you need to get clearer with is yourself. And and I think that your intuition is 100% accurate. I don't think he's going to be the guy that you want him to be. And, and I don't necessarily think it's your job to train him unless that's something that you feel really excited. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I think sometimes we meet people who perhaps through spending some time together, there can be a change in our appreciation for one another um, Mm -hmm. or for just what we're looking for down the road in terms of creating long-term partnership, you know, homes and children and all of those good things. But I don't, I think your intuition about him is accurate. I don't think he's your guy, but he, but he could be someone that you want to hang out with for a while and, and date if you want to. I like that it's going slow. I think that's a great thing. I feel like I could go there if I felt like he was, consistent. I think that's where my hesitation comes from. I don't think he's consistent with his approach to me. And so I don't, I feel like I would, I would be interested in having an actual relationship with him if there was some consistency. But I think he's telling you something very important and it's not personal. I just don't think he's interested in women to the degree that you want him to be interested in them. Mm -hmm. You know, it wouldn't matter if it was you or another woman. He's just, he's more into the guy thing right now. Yeah, You know, he's, he bonds with his men friends really, really well, and he enjoys spending time with them. And maybe he's not feeling it as much from the female crowd as of yet in the way that you're hoping that he would. Okay. And I think he's like five years away from feeling that way. So, oh, wow. mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. That's his timeline. You know, he's probably going to be more mature at that point and be ready to settle down at that point in five years, but not now. Okay. Okay, so, so, you know, just realize it's not personal. All right. Okay, thanks for calling in. Thanks. Sure, have a great day. Yeah. Great. So who else do we have on the line? Right now we've got uh, Mary on the line calling from Seattle. Okay, hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm, well, I'm concerned. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You're concerned. It's, yeah. Is the grief, depression, karmic? Um, I wondered if maybe I got it in utero. Mm. Sometimes it feels like it's bigger than my own experience of living. Is this grief new or have you had it? I think I've always yeah. So then I wouldn't call it grief. I would call it depression. Okay. When I look at grief, it's it's a different thing. Um, when beings are evolving and moving into deeper levels of consciousness, they do need to grieve who they used to be so they can be more of who they truly are. And so, you know, and of course, we have moments of grief when we actually do lose something here on the just, earth plane. Yeah. Right. So I think when that happens. When it happens, right. And, right. and for whatever appropriate time it is for each individual, since grief is so subjective. But I think that you're actually feeling depression. Okay. And, and since it's something you've had for a long time, that means it's a pattern. It w- this would not be karma, although karmically what you choose to do when you now 
perhaps perceive that you're in a pattern, that creates more karma. So have you ever read the book, The Undefended Self? No, I think write it down. Yeah, The Undefended Self, it's written by Pathway. It's an organization that um, spends a lot of time writing pretty deep, sometimes heady books about uh, about evolution and consciousness. And The Undefended Self helps people to learn to observe their behavior so that they can take moments of time away from their experience and actually have a different choice. It's a required reading for all my mentoring students. It's a year-long required reading because sometimes it takes people an entire year to get through the book because it's pretty intense and deep and heady. And I can buy it anywhere? Yeah, Amazon. Okay. Amazon. um, I haven't seen it. Sometimes it's in local bookstores, but it's not a common book I've seen on the shelves. And and so you already know, you're aware of the depression. And so what you want to do is create a space Space where you don't go back into your previous behavior. Maybe make a list of what you do when you recognize you're depressed. And and then when you're about to do one of those things, you want to do something completely different because that's what breaks the pattern. And that's going to create more karma like, oh, she's not choosing to isolate. She's not choosing to... I don't know, eat a thing of ice cream. I don't know. (laughs) My sense is I have a sense Mm -hmm. of this. Mm -hmm. And I have begun those changes. I agree. And I think the reason why, uh, you know, that you're sensitive, because you're observing it, you're Uh starting to see it from a little bit of a detached perspective, which is very, very valuable and important. It's very important to be detached. Right. Here's another thing that you can do as well to help you choose differently so you can create new karma, new opportunities for you. Find something in your life that you feel very confident about. Yeah. Like gardening or parenting or, you know, I'm, I love my work, so I, have a, I feel very confident in my work. And then when you start to go down that depressive place, imagine that you're actually doing something that you feel confident about. It'll change your energy system almost immediately. Of course. Right? Your frequency and your vibration will adjust significantly. And then what will happen is then you'll be able to make a different choice because you'll be in a more confident, self-assured place where you'll be able to make a choice that's different than the choices that you've made before. So is that like the neural pathways expand and create this like option? Absolutely. Versus, yeah. Absolutely. So you Versus know, the patterned or habitual life. Absolutely. You bet. You know, we have trillions of neurotransmitters in the brain. We don't use all of them, but we tend to overuse ones that maybe create more negative thinking and patterning in our body. And so when we stop using them, they eventually dry up, literally. But it's there's nothing to worry about because we have so many more. Well, I'd like to dry these guys up. Well, and I and I think you will. And really, it's just about gonna it's gonna be about making a different choice because it's a pattern. It's not real. The depression, when I look at you, isn't real. You have a good life. Yeah. So the neurotransmitters have created a biochemical reaction that I've gotten addicted to. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and one way to look at it is instead of using the word addiction, right, right, is that it's familiar. Correct. You know what to do when you're in that space. And doesn't the body like kind of crave that? In the sense of not addiction, but familiar, I mean, it's like craving that familiar, if you will, chemical response. Well, I think the ego does. So, you know, the ego's drenched in fear. And one of its biggest fears is that we're going to evolve out of it. And so when we start to show 
our natural empowerment, you know, um, more outwardly, it kind of screams a little bit louder to get us to go back to our old patterns so that we will not, um, you know, run away from the ego, so to speak, or evolve beyond it. But we are evolving out of our ego, the entire human race is. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. That was Absolutely. fantastic. And the name of the undefended self is... is uh... It's called The Undefended Self, and um, it has several authors, but I know one of the, the titles of the authors that they use frequently is The Pathway. The Pathway. Yes. Oh, thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. That was a great question. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And when we come back, we're going to talk about karma and have our new guest, our mm-hmm. surprise guest. And what did you want to say, Eric? I just wanted to give out the phone number for folks if they wanted to call in today. You can locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's Healing from Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. Marian astrologer Deborah Silverman will be conducting a weekend workshop July 10th and 11th. Come learn how elemental astrology and energy medicine can make transformational shifts in your life. This workshop is geared to creative, positive, revolutionary change to your lifestyle. Gain creative understanding of your life purpose, relationships, and health issues. Walk away from this workshop with a personal astrological chart and the necessary tools and insights to enhance key areas of your life. Join Marie and Deborah for an engaging weekend, Saturday, July 10th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday, July 11th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This is a workshop you don't want to miss. Seating is limited. To register or for more information, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello, and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and of course, we do have our surprise guest, who's calling all the way from Colorado, and that is Deborah Silverman, the astrologer. Surprise! Surprise! So, Deborah, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy, hectic, busy day, because I know you've got a lot on your plate these days. 
It's true. I keep myself wiggling and dancing around. <laughs> you do. You do. And you're even going to take time out of your busy, hectic days to come to Seattle next month. That's true. We're going to get to work together. Yeah, we are going to work together, and we're going to teach a class on, on the wisdom of elemental energy on astrology and energy medicine. And being able to teach them how to see the energy and how to understand the big cosmic picture from astrology. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. And one of the things that um, people need to do when they sign up for the class, you know, through my office or whatnot, as those who are going to be asking you questions today is to give their birth information, right? Right. So birth date, time, and place. Birth date, time, and place. So those of you who are waiting on the lines, re- remember that you need to kind of grab that info um, before you talk to Deborah. So I'm so excited, Deborah, because I've been watching us teaching this class for, oh, about ever since you said, I think we should teach a class together, which is way back in January when we met when you were visiting friends here in Seattle. And you've been watching what? I've been seeing in my brain, you and I, in the oh, classroom the teaching. The, the vision. Yeah, the, the vision. Yes, you have that. So you have a mind, your Mercury's in Pisces, so your mind sees and visions and has an ability to go off planet and sense and feel the vibration and be able to see things. That's called water. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for explaining that all to me. Yeah, I really and mine is really slow on Earth, so I have to talk in very simple sentences because I don't have that. I have a different gift, but Mercury is how we can tell the way someone's thought process works, and it's very revealing because it's the single culprit that can interrupt. The mind can drive us nuts like little monkeys. Right. Or it can be a gift like you use it, being able to sense and see and have the courage to speak to the intuition. Oh, you are so sweet. And it really helps me understand because there's been crazy people on both sides of my family, uh, you know, from grandmothers to aunts and, I mean, institutionalizations, all kinds of interesting things. And I'm sure it has a little bit to do with the psychic energy. Well, that's what happens to people that uh, they don't know how to use water, which is feelings and in the invisible world and sensing things, it gets taken off to the crazy land. And, <laughs> yeah. but, but what you teach, which is what I teach, is how to ground so that we're actually anchored on the earth before we start taking in those impressions, because otherwise they're hard to discern between what's imagination and scared and what's wisdom and truth. Uh, I know, and that's why I'm so excited about the class we're going to teach, because we're even going to, and this was your idea, and I love it, we're going to put people in the class, um, at least for part of the class, in their categories, um, yeah. in their categories. Like if you're an earth sign or a water sign or a fire sign or an air sign, you're going to be sitting with other earth, air, or fire, or water signs. Right, so, the, so we'll have all the air people interrupting and having all these crazy ideas and the water people sitting very politely. <laughs> and the earth people you know, raising their hands and the fire people laughing at all our jokes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so the fire people are going to be up front so we can hear them laughing. We'll definitely put them up front so they make us laugh. That's so exciting. And and what we're you know what you and I both love to do is to empower people to enjoy and experience their life at the fullest potential. It's true. I don't know why we bought the lie that it's not okay to be happy. Ah, ah. And so that's a big part of what the class is, is helping people through their individual um, situations and helping them find very helpful solutions and then also wonderful tools so that they can completely blossom in their life and have the life of their dreams. I love that story. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely gorgeous. And we'll focus on the most important planet in astrology is Saturn, which is a life lesson. Like, what did you come in this lifetime to learn? What was the element that you've really got to stretch into and not, you know, back up out of? And once we realize which one we have to learn from, because it doesn't go away, there's this great freedom just to be making friends with that little icky thing that <laughs> and you're going to be able to determine that by looking at their individual chart exactly it's like the shorthand it's 
I've been saying recently, I've been doing this for 33 years, I've been an astrologer, and just recently I've been saying, God, I really do believe in this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's no longer kind of, sort of, I really see that there's a cosmic influence. Right now in the heavens, I don't know if you knew this, this week, there's this big grand cross. Have you heard about that? I've heard about it, absolutely. And so people that have um, Gemini or Virgo or Pisces, or sad, they're really being affected right now. It's just a time where we are being forced by life to get uncomfortable. Yeah, and Uranus is pushing on everybody in Aries, making that's things right. you're a little Aries crazy. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. also that's true. So it's the Virgo, the Gemini, the Sag, the um, Pisces, and it's also the Aries, Capricorn, um, Libra, and Cancers that are also being affected. So it's quite a few people that are really feeling that nudge my life saying, now get up and look for something to get something moving. Absolutely. And you also believe, as I do, that everyone is meant to have a wonderful life and everyone is gifted and talented. Did I tell you my funny joke that I'm the president of the Jews for Joy Club and I can't get any members? <laughs> no, but no, that's pretty we're funny. Built historically, not just Jews, but as general rule, yeah. we're, we're not built to be happy. And that's one of the gifts that, Marie, that you bring people is you have this unbelievable fire energy that reminds us all we're allowed. It's, it's so hard to believe it's okay to be happy. Right. It's perfectly wonderful and amazing. And, and you have made a life that makes you very, very happy. You get to do what you love to do and inspire. And you're also a psychotherapist. So you really That's know true. how to deal with people on every level. I have a master's degree in clinical psych, so I've learned how to use the stars to see the cosmic and then bring it back to the ranch. Oh, it's amazing. So are you ready to um, listen to some callers' questions? I am, I am. I need some birth dates. Okay. I'm all good to go. Okay, Eric's going to hand those out. Yes. Okay, let's talk to Kristen right now. Kristen was born on April 14th at 8.28 p.m. in Fort Collins, Colorado. April 14th, what year? Uh, 1970. At what time, sorry? 8.28 p.m. That's a cool time. Yeah, that's a cool time, 8.28. That's very cool. (laughs) (laughs) I love all those eights. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great. What can we do for you today? Well, I am uh, enjoying listening to you, and it's really um, hitting home for me because I am feeling super squeezed and stressed right now with, um, it's almost like this feeling that, I'm being really pushed to step into my power and stand up for things that I haven't been able to stand up for in my life. I'm getting divorced out of a very difficult marriage, and I'm a single mom of two small kids and re-entered my career. Um, And uh, so I'm just wondering if you can give me some help with a bigger picture perspective, because this week has been particularly difficult, and I find myself thinking some depressed and um, I know that there's a purpose in all of it, so I don't want to talk too much because you guys have the... Marie, do you want to go first? Sure. Are you ready to go, Deborah? I am, but... Okay, no, you go right ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. This is interesting. So April 1470, is that right? Yes. You have something very similar to what Marie has. You're an Aries Leo, which is similar. You have a lot of energy, but you have four planets in Taurus. So you're a very grounded, solid, stable person. And the dilemma is that all that fire gets put out by your need for security, right? Yeah. So if you knew that you were safe, and this is the dilemma on the planet right now because we are so scared and there is so much pressure, if you knew you were safe and spirit had your back, how would you be different in your life right now? If someone wrote you a permission slip and said, honestly, 
you are safe to go ahead and start moving through your world and don't worry about security, how different would you be? We'll probably be a bit more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> I would take a big, deep breath and just say, okay, here I go, and trust myself a little more. Even your voice changed after Deborah said that to you. Yeah. You were like on the verge of crying a few moments ago because <laughs> I was sitting next to you. And uh, yeah, that's beautiful. It's the confidence to know that with so much earth in your chart, it may feel in this life that you're slow. You may accuse yourself of being slow. It's the safety of turtles. My theory about going slow is you can't make a mistake if you're a turtle. You just go slowly. So it's the permission, because you're so fiery, you've got that same, you've got the thing Marie has of that incredible enthusiasm, and the rest of you keeps on plodding along. But don't underestimate. Just keep on trusting. That would be my suggestion. What would you say, Marie? I agree. I mean, after listening to the change in your voice, Kristen, just from Deborah making a suggestion, your whole energy shifted. So you just have to remind yourself that you're safe and everything will turn out beautifully. It's really true. It's really true. And congratulations for your courage to leave a challenging situation. Your whole family will um, bloom after, you know, all the dust kind of settles. They'll bloom and everyone will have more loving and um, more compatible relationships. So congratulations. That's a hard thing for you to have done because, boy, four planets in Taurus, they don't change easily. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much for calling thank in. You. Thank you. Very Don't much. lose the face. We're sitting next to you. I love that. Yes, right? absolutely. We're right next to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. And so who else do we have, Eric? All right. Next is Darla, born on April 12th, another April birthday, 1963. Uh, in the early evening, I don't think we have a specific time, uh, in Kirkland. Oh, wow. So you are a native, Darla. I am. Wow. So you've watched Kirkland changed incredibly. Um, yes, I have. As a matter of fact, my mother was even born and raised in Kirkland. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, Kirkland's because you live in Kirkland because I, I can see something. So I know you live in Kirkland. And um, and, and what's so cool is they're even changing Kirkland now because, you know, the unincorporated part of Kirkland just became Kirkland. And uh, so now even Juanita is being completely revamped, the beach and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Deborah, are you ready or do you want? I am. I am oh, great. Putting her chart in so you yeah. can jump in, Kirkland. Yeah, yeah so what's your um, question then, Darla? Um, well, I was actually at your seminar last night. Oh, um, thank you I've for through, coming. Thank you. I've been through a lot of life changes in the last two years and um, have just really kind of felt almost stuck, almost not even feeling anything. So just trying to get unstuck. Ah, okay, get Okay, stuck. I'm ready to jump in if you want me to. Yes. I wish I could have been there last night, and Marie, I got the feeling she was on a roll last night. I was. She was great. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead, Deborah. So here we go, this is funny. She's got the fire thing. You've got, you're all fire. You've got great energy, and your big issue is that you detach. All of a sudden, you go cold. Like, you get really excited, you get really enthusiastic, and suddenly you're stepping aside, and you don't feel at all like you belong, and you're separate. Mm. Yes, Exactly. Mm. So when people like you, the people that feel separate, when they feel that alienated feeling, that's because you're here to observe this life. Some people are here, like the last caller, to be really the slow, steady work bees. They're right in the middle of the circle. They feel connected. You step aside and you stand and watch. And there's nothing wrong with it unless you're self-conscious. So you go between having unbelievable energy and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to play. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. 
So don't misinterpret the distance, the detachment. That's your opportunity to reevaluate and pay attention to what you're very perceptive. You're sensing things, but it's just that you have a way of doing two rhythms, fast, enthusiastic. I'm ready to play all this fire. You've got lots of fire. Sun in Aries, Moon in Sag, and then you're Saturn in Aquarius. Your life lesson is how do I speak to what I see and not feel separate and alienated because I often don't agree with everybody. Right. You know what? I think that's so gorgeous, by the way. I'm so glad you're able to find that detachment place so that she can stay engaged, take the breath out, you know, relax, but stay engaged and not run in the other direction. Right. You know, Darla, it's okay that you have a different perception than other people. We applaud that. Deborah Silverman and myself wouldn't be doing what we do for a living if we didn't allow our unique perception of life be seen. So it's very important, and you'll be celebrated for it. It's, it's probably, I, I bet it's very blessed and divine what you actually do perceive. I bet it's gorgeous. Where do you feel stuck? Where's the issue in your life? Where is the issue in my life? <laughs> That's where stuck. Was, was there something specific? There's a few. Um, well, <laughs> let's see. I left a long-term marriage. I uh, lost my job and just not sure which path to go down. <laughs> yeah, there's a few issues is what I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. the first thing I would do if I were you is I would find someone you really would be great to talk to someone and verbalize. And it could be Marie, just that you're there in Seattle or in Kirkland. You need to be able to put words to your story, to what you see, and not turn in on yourself and criticize because you've got a very harsh critic. Hmm. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Do you think that prevents the wisdom from... There's a difference between perception and judgment. Perception is the toast is burnt, and judgment is you, idiot. You burnt the toast. That's very different. <laughs> yeah. You're so funny, Deborah. You're hysterical. So if you left, if this job, if the job didn't fit and life said leave, you could either think, what did I do wrong, and what's wrong with them? Or you could say, boy, I guess I'm being freed up for something. I've just ended a marriage. Everything's changing. But it just depends yep. on the point of view, because if you judge, boy, we get really in a pickle. You know, nope. one, one thing that would allow a different point of view to come in that I believe that you already have inside of you that's just not easy for you to access or you don't know how yet is to learn the art of automatic writing. Because I think it's going to bypass the critic when you feel your connection to source and you can ask any question. You know, I, I do this every day, actually, sometimes multiple times a day for my personal life. And I actually write a question on the top of a piece of paper and I allow source energy to answer more fluidly in a way that gets me out of my fear or my unease or or of those things and i so i would learn automatic writing i think that would be great for you have you ever tried that or thought about it have i thought about what writing automatic writing um a lot of times i sit down and write my feelings Mm -hmm. um down that i have you know about a certain situation um rather than try to speak them out loud that's the whole issue. So writing, journaling, and asking a question to yourself, I think that's brilliant, Marie, because your big issue is you don't have air in your chart, so verbalizing and talking is your stretch, as you know. Mm-hmm. So to be able to exercise that muscle of writing and to ask spirit to write, not just describing your feelings, but actually asking a question like Marie's describing, you'll find your own wisdom. It's just that you're often not on the, you're, you're different. Yeah, you are. And that's a blessing. You know, celebrate you. that. It's a blessing. Yeah. 
Yep. It's a blessing. And boy, you got energy. She Woo-hoo. does. It's great. And and a lot of it is divinely guided. It's really quite beautiful. Thank you so much. And find an automatic writing class or read, read about it on the web or buy a book about it so you can learn some yeah. of the techniques. You already are doing it to some extent, but kind of perfect the techniques. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And who do we have next, Eric? Well, next we've got Renee on the line calling from Issaquah. She was born on June 19, 1963 at 10.31 p.m. in Bakersfield, California. Great. Hi, Renee. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. I'm excited to talk to both of you. I have most of your CDs, Marie, Aww. and I really enjoy them. They're very helpful. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoy them. <laughs> I have a lot of fun making them, by the way. Well, I especially like the immune one, and I listen to it every night. That's so. my favorite one. You, know, you just well, talk me to sleep. Oh, nice. my <laughs> gosh. Okay, well, that is such a blessing. You know, I tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist, and so the person who I go into this booth in Seattle and I and I you know record them I tend to record them way longer than I need to so I'm so grateful you enjoy it and thank Uh, you that was great feedback what can we do for you today um well I have um kind of multiple health issues and I've been to a few holistic doctors and I seem to keep stumping them because I've had IVs and detoxed and supplements and my diet's been changed and still there's all of these um issues that remain especially just head-to-toe skin problems, and my hair is falling out, and it's weak, and I don't feel good most of the time, and I have hot flashes even though I'm on hormone replacement and some thyroid help, and so I'm just wondering if you could see, give me any guidance on where do I go from here? <laughs> right. And are you picking up anything in her chart, Deborah? About well, I want you to go first. <laughs> you want me to go first? Well, you know, you are a little complicated because you have a pleasant voice. You know, you. I know that you love positive energy, but you tend to be hard on yourself. And, and, and you can disagree with me if that's not true. No, that's true. But I, I thought I've made so much progress. I've really kind of grown spiritually and done sure. a lot of internal work and visualizations and all of that. Sure. And I'm sure you have. There's no doubt in my mind. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because the third chakra, the solar plexus, governs the immune system. And when we are unkind to ourselves, have negative thoughts that maybe we're not even conscious of, and you've learned about some, it tends to repress our immune system. I'm in your thyroid. I'm in your pituitary gland as well. And Believe it or not, the glands and the brain have a large effect on the rest of the hormonal system in the body. And of course, the hormones are a part of the immune system. I recently taught a class with Dr. Merritt on brain health, which is now being made into a DVD. So as soon as it's available, I'll send you a copy. So you're welcome so that you can, you know, understand how this pituitary gland plays an important role. And yeah, your thyroid is not balanced at all, in my opinion. I'm like, it's a little wacky for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is something that I'm seeing. I don't usually give uh, nutritional advice over the over the air, so it would be something to ask your naturopath about or okay. w- when you go in. But you want to have something that's going to decrease the inflammation in your gut because I think you're t- you tend to be inflammatory in your gut. And, right. and there are some actually really great products. In fact, there's a brand new product out by Pioneer that is really great at um, neutralizing uh, gut inflammation. I think that's going to make a big change for you. Okay. What do you think, um, well, Deborah? Well, actually, you have a lot of air. You've got five planets in air, and you have very little fire. So you have an issue of being in your head. Yeah. And there really is an indicator here about your skin and your health. Saturn, the planet of um, lessons, is sitting right at the physical body. So this lifetime, and I never understand this, but some souls come in 
with the promise to learn. Some are about, some come with their emotional body, and some come with money issues. And clearly, this lifetime, you've come in to learn about your body and to make that a blessing rather than a curse, because it is ah. clearly your path. Mm. And and it's very obvious in the chart. The challenge is you get you don't let yourself get feisty. I think that's what. Um, Marie was picking up on is that in your mind, you don't have permission to, you know, I have this funny theory about treat God like a dog. <laughs> okay. So at some point you just say, listen, God, you've given me this because you've got an extreme intelligence in the start. You've got a brilliance. You've given me this incredible, joyful love for life, but you didn't take care of my body. And I command you bring me the healing I need because there's a feistiness. What happens when you get angry or do you get angry? Uh, from time to time, I do. I, yeah, I'm really, really patient for so long, and then I'm just mad. <laughs> so. In your life, in your relationships, what do you do with your anger? Uh, just to, just to express it. I mean, I don't get physical or anything. So you're good at being Cry, able to I cry I, easily, so if I'm angry, I'm crying at the same time. I really would love for you to get a drum or get a way for you to move your male energy and be able to be very clear and powerful and start learning how to command. Because I think what you do is you cave in to your feeling body instead of command. This lifetime you came in to learn about fire, which is what you don't have. Is there anyone in your world that's bossy boots or really strong? Um, well, not over, not in an overbearing way. My husband's strong, but I wouldn't say he's bossy. Well, that's good. No, it's very good for you to pretend you're him. That same, you need power to be able to activate the part of you that says to your body, we are getting up now, we're healing. Okay. Mm. Otherwise, you'll stay in your head. That's what Marie was picking up on, and you'll turn in, and you'll think about it, and you'll read about it, and you'll study about That's it. That's what I do, it. and I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. information. Let's change the energy. Okay. That's and, great advice. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm serious. I like the whole drumming and getting feisty and thinking of God as a dog. I really like that. <laughs> You know, every once in a while, we, we have this sort of notion that we're not allowed to get pissed off. Right. Right. But part of what you're being stalked this lifetime is to use your power and to stand up to life and say, listen, I really do want to get out of my head now. And, okay. And you can even say the swear words to creation. Creation doesn't care. It adores you. So you could bang your drum, scream and yell and swear. Just not on the air, please. Just not on the air, yes. <laughs> Eric got positioned to push that button, I think. Well, <laughs> Just I'm glad you told me that because I think, you know, gosh, I, I appreciate so much, you know, this and this and this and this and this, and I'm being all thankful, and I just don't know why it's not working, so I guess I no, just have to be more really bossy. <laughs> that movie that came out called The Secret pissed me off. It's too much positive without honesty. It's okay to be positive. Mm-hmm. I call it air conditioning. There has to be somewhere where you get to turn to someone and say, listen, I'm going to do air conditioning. I'm going to be really pissed off. And then when I'm done, we'll get back to the positive. But i got to get it out. That okay. is adorable. Okay. Thank you so much, <laughs> Renee. Have a wonderful day. And thank you. You too. Alrighty, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. And so we're going to go to our last caller because I don't think we're going to have more time to get to the phone. So who do we have? We've got Chris from Seattle. And uh, she was born March 30th, 1932 at 2 a.m. in Scott, Canada. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, I'm Canada. Thank you for taking my call. I really enjoy it, Marie and, and Deborah. I just wanted to know, uh, since I'm on the last uh, yeah. hump of my life here, I just wanted <laughs> to know, uh, do I have any, uh, you know, clear purpose uh, for the for the rest of the time that I have? And also, will I travel? And uh, what does all this um, uh this agitation in the planets mean to me in the future? Well, you know, I, I, I'm already in love with you, Chris, because you're actually born on my birthday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of threes there, aren't there? There's a lot of threes. And, you know, 
people who are because I've I've read the destiny cards before, and so I know what your destiny card is, your birth well, card. I do that too. What is it? What's it's a six card? of club, the most intuitive card in Robert Camp's book. I love Robert Camp's work. Isn't he lovely? Yep. And then I actually know your other card too, because your planetary ruling card is the ten of clubs, because it's my other card, and it means that you're a master teacher. Yes. So you're intuitive and you're a teacher. So why don't you go have some fun? You like to tell people what to do. Oh yes, I do. Yeah. So why don't you think of things that you love to do that make you happy that you can teach and use your intuition because you all you have all of that with you. And I see lots of travel. Is there a travel, Deborah, in her chart? Well, I, where is Scott? What what province is that? Oh, that's uh, up in the interior of Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Oh. How do you spell Saskatchewan? <laughs> well, it's an Indian word. It's uh, like they are, like they all are. They're very difficult to pronounce and to spell. But it's uh, it's just north of uh, Regina, which is okay. Well, that helps. I can do Regina. That's not a problem. Now Perfect. I know where we are. Okay. So, okay, so, so I definitely, yeah, you go ahead. I definitely feel traveling and you're very intuitive and you love intuition. You've been reading about intuitive people your entire life. Mm-hmm. So why not start implementing that in your lifetime and allow yourself to have those experiences and even do some teaching? Wonderful. I know. Wouldn't well, that be fun? You know what? The cool thing, and this is for you too, Marie. Ooh. And then we got to tell people how to get a hold of me so I can tell them more stories. Jupiter's about to enter Aries in the next six months. And for all Aries, Jupiter is a thousand times the size of Earth. It's this big, giant, I call him Santa Claus. And he's coming into Aries. So you're in for this very expansive Santa Claus-like time all through the winter of 2010. Wow. So the good news is your whole chart's opening up. Great. And that's just about a time, it's literally started, because you have Mars and Pisces at late degrees, so it's been happening for the last two or three months. Can you feel it? Well, I've been feeling a lot of different things. <laughs> it's, it's an expansion energy. It's like an energy, it's kind of like your motor going vroom, vroom, like getting excited. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can accept that. So that's the energy building right now, and you've got a whole six-month window, and... Yes, you are a time traveler. Time is, you get better as you get older. Your moon's in Capricorn, so you're very grounded. You have the gift of stability this lifetime, as you've noticed. Everybody leans on you, right? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> so, but now it's your turn. And so right. this is Jupiter coming into Aries. It's true for you too, Marie. Jupiter's coming into Aries. It's a very wonderful time for Aries starting in, it um, will be, where are we now? June, July, August. Starting in August, September, and then all the way through the winter. Wonderful. <laughs> so, so Chris, you said it together I know. in unison. So, Chris, you go out there and do what you really want to do because everything's aligned for you with the stars. You just Wonderful. go and have a great time. Thank you so great. much for calling. Thank and so, Deborah, thank you, Deborah. Where can people meet you? They can see me either. They can call me on my phone, my uh, assistant at three zero three six six five. O three two O, or they can go on my website Deborah D E B R A dash. Silverman.com and watch all my videos and see how my public schizophrenia. I do all these astrology. I know they're hysterical. They're hysterical. Yet, so people get to see who they Thank are. You. And you can sign up for sessions right on my website. I love that. Com. Thank you, Deborah, so much. We love you. We'll actually talk to you next week. Joyful blessings, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs>